0: Hello, everybody, and it's a beautiful spring day, and here you are, and hopefully you're out enjoying it, clear sky, not too breezy, this morning's chores was pretty calm, and then it got breezy, and then it got calm again, but, and here I am, and so there you are, hey, Miss Ellie, hello, hello, how are you doing,
1: oh, I am doing just fine, I slept maybe an hour and a half last night, it's Uh, great, uh, (laughs) oh, what were we doing, uh, my partner had a horrible cough and i just couldn't sleep well. Uh. That's yuck. That seems to be going around. I know. I it's it's like Is it just something. a cough
0: or is she throwing up or anything like that? No,
1: she has this like bone rattling cough and i'm too nice to say go to the guest room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what the best for that is is a hot toddy. Two shots oh, yeah. of brandy, some honey, and then some lemon. Squeezed fresh lemon, not the lemon, the fresh squeezed lemon, okay? And you can put a little bit of water in that, and then sip it. It'll put you night-night, and you can just feel the hot, you know, the warmness just open up your chest. It's really good.
1: Yeah, she'll she'll appreciate that, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, so if you don't want to do two shots, you can do one shot, shot of booze and a shot of water, and then the honey, I usually at least a tablespoon, you know, of, of honey, and then, like I say, slices, a uh, oh, slice or two of, 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 of uh, a real lemon. Fresh yeah. lemon. Yeah. Squeezes. Yes. I love it lemon. In there. That's one yes. of those things that's always in my house. I use it in pretty much everything. Well, I want to eat. I usually get lemonade when I go out to eat. And anyway, I always ask for lemons. And if you want to know how a bar is ran, what are the quality of your fruit, what it gets to you? If it looks like it was sitting overnight, It was. Not a good thing. Everything I, I was be just fresh. in
1: Mexico. It was hilarious because you get a lime with everything, and I didn't have a single bad lime wow. the entire time I was in Mexico. They nice. were all like perfect, plump, and like the kind of smaller ones but with the glossy skin where they're yep. just so perfect.
0: Yeah, and that's what you always want. Your fruit should always look good. It shouldn't look like, well, how long have you been sitting out? <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's not hard to replace those things. <laughs>
0: yeah, that uh, Sacks up in White Bear Lake that I've gone to, that I love their pork balls. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> but anyway, and uh, there th- this. I swear they gave me half the lemon. She gave me three slices of lemon on the cup, on the glass. I mean, and they were cut wide. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, I like you already. <laughs> so, yeah, so I love lemon stuff. Yeah, I'm nuts for that. So otherwise week went, okay, how's your
1: tooth? It's doing good. And I had a check in appointment where the dentist said it's healing up beautifully. So nice. nice. I'm still going to be without a tooth for quite a while before they do the implant and everything. But okay. Well, that's it's, cool. It's doing fine. Oh, good. Does it inhibit your eating? It kind of <laughs> does. It's a weird tooth. Okay. It's um like right between where your molars start and your front teeth end. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so it's because it's dead in the middle, it's hard to like. That's true. Chew yeah. on that side, because yeah. you can't use the front. You can't use, like, the all the way back. It's very annoying. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Annoying. Well,
0: hopefully, guys, we got... It's the last Sunday. Oh, I can't believe I'm saying this. The last Sunday in February. <laughs> and, of course, we have Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet, here for your call. So, hopefully, you utilize her while she is here. And we're going to be... T- I've gotten a lot of, um, you know, like, five, six bladder stones, calls at emails and so I asked her to discuss bladder stones uh today so hopefully that people that are dealing with this or how to avoid the blast bladder stones cats can get them too. you know not just dogs but cats can get them too so we're going to talk about that and then hopefully you got some good questions for us that'll be great and then um I don't know do you are you a jigsaw puzzler
1: uh yeah well at the cabin in the summer it's like a whole activity for the whole family there's always at least one oh, puzzle okay. out so okay
0: you know in my i've got two girlfriends that i, I a jigsaw puzzle nut is an understatement what puzzles they put together, I look at them like, are you nuts? Yeah, my aunt's that way, and she gets a puzzle every year uh, for Christmas. And you think she'd get sick of it, but she's excited every no, time. No, these guys are putting the puzzles together, like 500 to 1,000 pieces together in a couple of days, and just keep going, and keep going, and keep going, and keep going. I don't know, my one girlfriend, I think she's probably on her 10th or 12th puzzle already. Uh But anyway, so I decided, and Winter Carnival had a puzzle-putting-together concert con- contest, and I'm going to do one. I'm going to do one, um, and so I'm going to uh, invite yeah, Yeah, Dr. Jess perked up because I know she's a puzzler, too. And so what we're going to do is get a 300-piece. We've already decided on the p- the puzzle we're going to do. is going to be 300 large pieces, okay, and then everybody's going to get their own table, and then it's like, go! And then also what we're going to do is put together a chili cook-off at the same time, so then we can eat and watch Puzzle People. <laughs> so some Chilean puzzles That's a yeah. party. And so then yeah, you're gonna have to pay because uh, you know, the well the puzzle decided on uh the average puzzle is between ten and fifteen bucks. So I decided if I charge each person that wants to do the puzzle contest twenty bucks, and so fifteen of that will pay for the puzzle, and then five of it's gonna go into the pot, and then whoever wins gets the that money. Fun. Yeah. So I yeah, I I'm all about doing stuff. <laughs> you know, um, We started out with chili cook-off the first year. This is a long time ago. And we had maybe eight or nine chili cooks. Okay. The next year we did a chili cook-off. We had 24. (laughs) And then finally decided, okay, we've done chili. So, listen. So, then every year, I did it for, I think, almost 12 years. Every year, maybe it was longer than that. Probably longer than that. But anyway, every year we'd have a theme, like something with potatoes. Okay. And then obviously desserts. There's a cook-off for desserts. You know what I mean, Mm -hmm. too? You can enter both or just one. And, and so, I mean, it was pretty unreal during the years of doing that. And it was really a lot of fun. But it got a little out of hand. Uh, the last one, uh, when I finally decided, okay, I'm done, because it just got too out of hand, there was 150 people.
1: And so, <laughs> At that point, we've we've entered
0: into event planning. Oh, uh, exactly. <laughs> and so it's like between setting up chairs, and I'm doing it myself. You know, I don't mind it. It gives me exercise. I don't want to go to the gym. <laughs> but then I, I had like three eight-foot tables you know, tr- set up, and I am the master of plugging stuff in. I tell you, I can plug. Oh, you give it to me, I got it. And anyway, so, but it was a lot of fun. And so, but the thing is, it just, it just got started getting to us so big, it's just like, you know what? Okay, stop. And so, because originally it just started out family and neighbors. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was, family, neighbors, and their friends.
1: Well, and clearly they you're their good friend at organizing friends. an event. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so, but it was a riot, but it just got to be too much. So now we're just going to tame it. I haven't done it now for three years. And so, um, now we're good with this puzzle, a contest, and bring it back to Chili con- the Cook-Off. So then we got something to eat.
1: And- Hope it stays under 100 people.
0: Oh no no no! I'm just asking. This is by invitation only. (laughs) (laughs) But I've got enough people in my life that you know I love puzzling too. But this is the first year in 40 years I have not put in a puzzle, put together a puzzle. Usually I do a couple couple of them over Christmas. And instead I brought out my coloring. You know how those intricate adult coloring books are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I brought those out. I got
1: one of those for Christmas this year. Actually, I I haven't started it yet.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. You know, I use markers. I use colored pencils. I like to shade. Mm -hmm. you know type things so i like my ma was a really good color i I, my my whole aspiration aspiration whatever when i was a kid i wanted a color like mom the way she shaded things and that i'm just like oh and i'm okay not as good as ma but i'm okay
1: that's a sweet memory, though.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, we just, yeah, she was good with color crayons. Uh, so, anyway, okay, hopefully you got some questions. Give a holler. 651 641 1071. Okay, what do you get when you cross a frog with a dog? What do you get when you cross a frog with a dog? We'll be back. Usually, I want to hurry up and get out of this music. I'm
2: just listening to her.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, there you go. Okay, what do you get when you cross a frog with a dog? What do you think, Miss Ellie? Uh, Not that. A croak? I don't know. What do you think? A ribbit? A ribbit? (laughs) A ribbit. A a frog with a dog. You get a croaker spaniel. A croaker spaniel.
1: There you go. We're weirdly not super far off. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's right here. Okay, we got a call line. Let's take that one. Yeah. So first up, we have Shannon, who has some questions about uh, her cats' shedding regarding
3: their raw diet. Oh, okay. Hey,
1: Shannon, how you doing?
3: Good. 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 So, so what's I, going on? Yeah, I had a question about um, my two cats. I feed them a hundred percent raw diet. Oh, look at you. And proud of you. I oh yeah, and so I I feel like I'm doing the right thing, but I always hear you say that you know if you're feeding the right foods you shouldn't see a lot of shedding. right? And so one of my cats sheds like crazy. And I'm just wondering if there's like a supplement I should be doing or if I should be doing something different.
0: Okay. Are you changing up the raw or are you feeding the exact same thing raw?
3: No, I feed four different proteins. Oh, look I at swap you. Like every two weeks. So wow. I do a deep, you get the gold star turkey. for the week. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. I might need more uh, omega-3s and 6s. These are totally indoor cats? Yes. Okay, Dr. Jess, what do you think?
4: Um, well, kudos to you for feeding the yeah, raw no, food. Yeah, no kidding. I'm um, impressed. <clears throat> and, of course, you know, all dogs and cats are going to have a shedding season. Yeah. And so spring and fall, they should dump their coats. Sometimes it seems like the shedding season never ends, and that's because we kind of induce confusion in our pets by heating our homes. Ooh. Okay. Right. And so it's cold outside. It's warm inside. The days are short when they're, you know, when the temperature is telling them the day should be long, kind of thing. So, so we do have a, quite a bit of confusion that sets up there. Um, but I think uh, if if major shedding is an issue, then I would in, in, increase. Whoa, I can get words out. Okay. Increase the amount of fat in their diet. Okay. And so. Most of, like when you buy the pre-mixed raw pet foods, like I feed my cat the OC raw dog food. Yep.
3: So, yeah, and I'm feeding the uh, Woody's with supplement. Oh, Perfect. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and so those
4: are, <clears throat> at least the, the ones that are made for dogs are typically 80-10-10 blends. So they're 80% meat, 10% organ, 10% bone. The ones that are made for cats, sometimes they're, 95 or 98 percent meat, a smaller percentage of of bone, a smaller percentage of organ. Um, But what I don't see a percentage dedicated to is fat. And so like, you know, once you've split the food into 80, 10 and 10, you have not left, left yourself any percentages. And so that's where I think, I think there's an assumption that, well, you know, there's going to be some fat in the meat and then we're grinding up bones. Surely there's some fat in the bone marrow which is mm-hmm. true, but I think our cats are designed to eat a high-protein, high-fat diet, and more so at certain times of year. So in the fall, because my cat has the ability to you know go outside whenever she wants, and so in the fall, particularly in the, in the late fall, she bulks up. I've had days where she eats 12 ounces of food in a day. And mm-hmm. then in January, particularly if it's cold enough that you know she's not really going outside, not doing a whole lot, she might eat an ounce every other day, so her needs kind of go way down over the winter, along with you know the the accompanying rise and fall in the availability of prey. All right, but they are designed to eat this high fat diet. I always had this idea in my head that if my dogs and cats were fending for themselves out in the wild, that they would be you know the dogs would be chasing the lean deer running through the wood <laughs> that that's like all muscle and has not an ounce of body fat until a hunter thoughtfully pointed out to me that all these animals are surviving the winter outside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have lots of body fat. They have a lot of body fat going into winter and probably not much left coming out of winter, but our, our dogs and cats are designed to eat a very high fat diet. So for cats, the easiest way to do that is coconut oil and butter. So I just leave out a little dish on my kitchen countertop where the cat food is or where I feed the cat and I put out a chunk of butter, and I put out a spoonful of coconut oil, and she can
3: pick and choose. It, oh, okay. okay, butter. I never thought of that. Yeah, okay. butter's
4: better. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah. obviously, obviously, as long as like, if you know that your cat is lactose intolerant, like if you've ever given the cat half and half or milk or something, and if it makes them barf every time or have diarrhea, then then you might you might be able to use ghee, you know, clarified butter. Um sure. but I just. I just put out a blob of regular butter and a big spoonful okay. of coconut oil. Salted butter can... or non salted, or does I don't any... think it matters. I mean, it. You know, it's not like you're salting the cat's food. There's water available. There's... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I just leave it out. I, one of my clients told me that like she tried putting out butter and the cat kind of went nuts over it, and mm-hmm. so she was she started she cut back and she just started giving him like a quarter teaspoon with every meal, okay. which is fine to do. I mean, sometimes they. You know, their body's, like, demanding that amount of fat, and then they might eat a whole lot of it all at once, which could give them the runs. Yeah. 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 So (laughs) so if you do see that there's too much enthusiasm, then you might want to kind of meter it out at first. Okay. And the extra virgin
0: coconut oil, if you go to Costco, they got the big jugs for, like, 15 bucks, and that will last you a long time. (laughs) Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and, I and, actually yeah.
3: have some of that already. So. Okay. Right, and yeah.
4: sometimes it depends on the brand. So I've seen with my dogs, like you know, they they much prefer Trader Joe's over the Dr. Bronner's. Oh, okay. extra mm-hmm. whatever. Okay, yeah, they they want
0: the good stuff, the good stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> you do, you can put a little bit on their paws, and they can lick it off their paws too. Right.
4: Yeah, I mean, okay. yeah, yeah, and you just try it. You just try it. If you know, if a week goes by or three weeks go by, and you're like, wow, that same blob of coconut oil is still sitting there, then Maybe they want a different brand, or maybe they just don't like coconut oil, or, you know.
3: Okay. Just okay. try it. I'll, I'll give that a try. Okay, thanks for the call. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: And everybody's different, just like in, in humans, mm-hmm. you know, for what omega-3s and 6s they need in fats and such like that.
4: Exactly. You know,
0: so that's why maybe one cat's shedding and the other wasn't, is, isn't. is One just needs more. Right,
4: and there there is, obviously, there, there are fatty acids in the raw meats, and every protein has a different nutrient profile. So, for example, chicken might be higher in omega-6 compared okay. to beef, which is going to be higher in omega-3. Okay. So that's why variety in the proteins is also important. So important. Yeah. Oh, you should have said something about fish oil. That, that would have been useful.
0: I think it did. I think if we replayed <laughs> I think <it>.
4: you tried. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: I said add fish oil. Yes. You know, I think I said that. But anyway, so there's there's other ways to get to those fats for
1: them. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ellie, who's up? Next up, we have Melissa, whose Pomeranian has been peeing on his food when he's finished with it.
0: Ah. (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but it is. It's a very bizarre one. The (laughs) visual of this is pretty funny. I think that is right. Okay, hey, Melissa, how you doing? Doing fine. Okay, turn down your radio. I'm hearing myself. So turn yeah. down your radio. That was Alexa, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Good old Alexa. don't say her, her name. Rural. Yeah, yeah, don't say her name. Oh yeah.
2: That's true. That that she chick in the room
0: that's in a box. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I know. And she knows things that we don't understand. There you go. That's why. Anyway. I do. Okay. Okay, what kind so of dog? We we adopted this Tom mix okay. in September. Okay. And it's been like a really uh Journey, <laughs> and his name is Rocket, and that gives you a real good hint because oh. he, he really fulfills his name. Okay. He can run like the wind. Okay. All you see is, you see is his tail and his back legs. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but anyway, he has some incredibly weird habits. One of them is when we feed him uh, canned food, which I feed him dry food twice a day, and then I feed him canned food kind of like midday so that we know he's got enough to eat because he's a really fussy eater. So we found that he's more subtle if he has that canned food in him. So we go, we put, you know, half a can of food on his plate, and he's all excited, and he eats it most of the time, not always. But when he gets just about finished, he lifts his leg and pees on the plate. That is phenomenal. So whether we're inside or outside.
0: That is unbelievable other than just marking his territory like i ate here and
2: this is my area that is extremely proficient at getting it on the plate and hardly anywhere else oh boy i know that because i have to clean up after he does it in the house oh that and i'm like how did he do that yeah no kidding just to pee just enough
0: and has he done that (laughs) all (laughs) have he has he done this since you had him or is this a new behavior
2: no we haven't had him that long he's over two years old he okay. had a lot of bad habits when we got him. Okay. And the other thing is because I'm gonna to i I'm just guessing from his behavior that there might be a little he's not a purebred, okay. that there might be a little bit of uh uh like terrier or something like that in him, even though his gold color is perfectly palm. Okay. Um, how many um, pounds is he? Fifteen on the nose. 15 I don't know the he nose. did that either.
5: Okay, okay, sounds
2: good. <laughs> Okay. But he um, he but he, um, he's getting more territorial with our family. So he's, instead of just barking, you know, lackadaisal at a dog passing, now he's jumping to try to get at the dog. Okay. We're, we're working with training trying to figure out how to break him of this behavior. But, you know, to walk into a store that you can take your animal in like PetSmart He's like, I have to hold him like a toddler.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> I have to carry him. Yeah. Now, was he,
0: now you adopted him secondhand, so was he fixed right. just before
2: you got him? No, I got him fixed when we got him. Oh,
0: I see. Okay. So,
2: how long have you had him? Since the end of September. Okay. Okay. Um, Not that long, okay. really, in a dog's life. Okay.
0: Um the, the, the thing is, what I'm thinking about is for, oh, of course, and here comes co- commercial. Okay, if you could hold on, we'll discuss this peeing on the plate after he gets done eating. Because this is very intriguing, And but I have some ideas on it, okay? Okay, so okay. Don't, don't hang I thought
2: territorial at first, but I'm just wondering, what he yep,
0: for? just hold on and we'll address it, okay? What has to be broken before you can use it? What has to be broken before you can use it? We'll be back. Some
3: subscriptions just aren't for you. Honey, when do we subscribe to Potato Lovers Weekly? Cat Lady Today? Mold of the Month Club? The New York Mimes?
1: But when you become a member at the YMCA in February, you can get a personal training subscription that is right for you. Plus, Y members gain access to virtual Y
3: and group fitness classes. Wait, mediocre mustaches monthly? Subscribe to a healthier lifestyle. Join the Y at YMCANorth.org.
0: Hey, thank you for tuning into the Katie Canine Show. Remember, I'm your nooner every Sunday. Noon to two, that's me. And you know, if you're, if you're driving and you can't catch everything, or write things down. Just go to my mytalk1071.com, One. go to my Katie Canine Show page, and uh, you'll be able to catch all my podcasts since 2018. Isn't that cool? Okay. What has to be broken before you can use it?
1: A glue like, stick. They, huh?
0: You know, no. Glow sticks,
1: you know, like the ones that you Ooh, snap. That's them. A,
0: that's an answer. Yep, that's an answer. That's a, a new wave answer. <laughs> what do you think, Doctor no Jeff? Case. An egg.
1: <laughs> you're what? not wrong. Yep, and you're well, not wrong either. You you could, you could boil an egg technically, but yeah, yeah but you, you wouldn't be able can't to eat it, to use it.
0: But you still so, what has tip.
1: to be broken before you can use it. What if you're using it as an Easter egg, and it just Lives to be decorated.
4: There you go. <laughs> and it's a trick now we're getting out. a little too
1: technical there. I like the glow sticks. <laughs> yeah, I think the
0: glow sticks. Go to, that's a newer technology. Hey, Also, I want to remind people. Remember a couple of weeks ago we had Ann from Animal Folks, uh, MN.org. Uh, the Winona the County voted to ban future permits for dog breeding kennels okay because down in Winona there was no permit i mean there was no rules so a lot of them were come, popping up down there and so now they're not giving any more permits for dog breeding and uh, you need to go to animalfolks.mn.org you can also go to mytalk1071.com there's a link there for like Dr. Jess who's on the show right now and then um did you uh, did you take the time Ellie to look at those three uh videos i told you about the uh yeah that we linked last week yeah that yeah yeah, did you take the ch- chance to look at those at all about the, the lawsuit uh, with uh, a at Gid least Steinstein. two? I think okay. one of the longer interviews folks. You got to read this. I was really disappointed when I posted it on my KDK nine Facebook page. Six people watched it. You know what I mean? Come on, this is so huge, folks. With this grain free, the vet saying, "Oh, don't feed grain free." You know it causes dilated cardiomyopathy and da 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 da. It is so huge. You need to read this. So please go to my Katie Canine Facebook page. You can get through there by going to my talk But anyway, and so but um, my Katie Canine, and then or you can go to my website. You know, through my website, you can get to my Facebook page. But anyway, there's three their videos, YouTube's, that about the 2.6 billion dollar lawsuit against Hill Science Diet, and how that they kind of. Created this uh, panic about grain free. I know it's going to be a while with that much money in the line. It's going to be a while before this you know gets to the courts. But it's just a heads up of what a company is capable of. And so the whole thing is, please read it. Empower yourself. So the next time your your anybody tells you grain free is bad, you say, hey, go to this. The you know science diet is getting sued for creating and we don't it's it's hearsay you know we don't know for sure but it's they're getting sued that the possibilities of them creating that panic about grain free so please do that okay and then go to animal org and then uh they have a lot some legislation bills coming up and you can help to make the world a lot better for our four-legged kids and they've got a lot of legacy so you take but just go to that and and learn more about it It it's awesome
1: okay where are we at we got Rocket who's peeing on his
0: food. Yeah, yeah, Melissa. <laughs> okay, so there you go. Okay, so now, first of all, okay, why are you, what food are you feeding?
2: Um, he gets a variety of different canned foods. Uh, you know, the pro Plan canned. Okay. Uh,
3: okay. You
2: know, stuff like that. Okay, and then. just uh, s- The blue bubble a little bit, you know. Okay, and but now
0: you said you're feeding dry
2: also? yeah he gets dry pro planned
0: okay also. okay, first of all, I really worry that you're gonna get this dog too fat and so the thing is is that I would just maybe feed it dry in the morning, rehydrate it though soak it in water until it's um until it's uh you know uh Soft, and then maybe feed your can in at the night because you got to remember is that uh, mo- all your dry foods are fifty to sixty percent carbs. Carb turns into sugar, sugar turns into fat. But also, when you eat a lot of carbs, what happens? You're always hungry. You never feel full. Okay, and so That's I would right. add some raw or freeze dried. But but anyway, we're getting back to the why he's peeing on the dish. Okay, now when he pees on his dish, is that every time you feed him?
2: If if it's possible, yes okay and I mean, every time you feed him wet wet food only when you feed him wet only, only the wet food yeah okay and then now
0: is there any food left on the plate uh, a couple bites maybe okay sometimes um, not okay uh only the wet that's very curious also uh, i think he probably thinks that the the uh wet is more high value than the than the dry and so my guess is what he's doing is that he's like okay i'm done and everybody else leave this alone and the, and And that's it. He peed on it. He's going to walk away. That's what it is. And so, uh, but if he's not doing it with the dry food, he doesn't consider that as high value. Whereas he, have you ever given him any any other kind of food, like maybe a pizza crust or something like that on his dish? No. Okay. Okay. No. Okay, because like, I'd be curious to see what else he might do that with. But my guess is that when he's done eating, even if there's some leftover, okay, I'm done. Nobody touch it. This is mine and and that's but because he deems it a high value he does it with the dry or the canned and not the dry food okay but i would get him down to two feedings a day you're going to get it just otherwise you're going to make a sausage uh, you maybe feed the dry in the morning and then feed the can in the evening and then I would actually uh, um, give some more. I would change to Nutrisource. That would be my thing uh, because it doesn't have as many fillers. And so the dog is going to feel fuller. And they got great canned foods. And right now Nutrisource has all their canned dog food and cat food. You buy one, you get one free. And Spike's uh, mm-hmm. feed and some of the other, and Angel's Pet World and in, in Hudson. So anyway, but that's what I do. But that's, I think, the idea behind it is what it is, if you just do it with the canned food and not the dry food. It's high value, it's like mine, and nobody else is going to touch it.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, I totally can kind of see that, but it doesn't matter what location I'm at. That's the thing that perplexes me. Yeah, no, it has to do I with thought the... thought maybe, because we have four cats okay. that he's, you know, integrating with. Yeah. One of them is his cat. He's, he's adopted one that they get along. Okay. And the other three are kind of like, stay away from me.
3: Okay, okay
2: which is fine. Yep. You know. Yep. So um we try to respect each other's space. That's right. all we do. We don't we don't flip out. Mm-hmm. Um but um so if we take him outside and feed him, let's say in the garage. Okay? There's nobody else there. Yep. And I'm not going to eat his wet food. Right. But so yeah, I don't no, understand
0: why. No, you're thinking why that is- but no, you're, you're you you got to remember all your pets have got smells all over the house. Okay, they got smells in the garage, right. they got smell on the yard, they got, you know what I mean, so he's just basically saying, I'm done, mine, you're not getting it. End of story, no matter where you feed him All right? Okay. And so one thing would be curious is that if you take him totally off the property, you know, maybe to a park or something and then feed him and see if he does it. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But still, well, I just park- think it's... We have
2: one right across the street, like a dog run.
0: Yeah, but that's that's too close. You want to take him totally off someplace he hasn't been before. OK, oh, is what you yeah. want. Not something too close to him because basically it's still his territory. He's got smells yeah. and, so, you know, and stuff like that there. So that would be an interesting to do is just go to some place that he has not been and then you feed him the canned food and then see if the same thing happens. But I can like I say once again, I just think what it is, is it's the plate itself. And what if there's food left over or not, mine, and you can't have it because I'm not going to finish it or this was mine, stay out of my area. And so he'd be more inclined to do it around his area, his territory, than off the territory. But it's very interesting. I have never heard of this before. So I'm just thinking like a dog, how a dog, why they mark. And he's definitely marking his plate.
2: Oh, As, yeah. Um, he definitely has to aim, and he's very yeah, precise.
0: Yeah, well, that's good.
2: And, <laughs> and I kind of I kind of think maybe if I'm standing right there, maybe he won't. Uh Uh-huh. And that doesn't, it doesn't change a thing.
0: Yeah, no, there's something in his back.
2: I can stop him midstream.
0: Yeah, but there could be something in his background that he had, you know, had to be more territorial about food, and so this is just the way he solved it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he kind of had a, he had a rough, he had a rough uh, area that he lived in.
0: Yeah, but I think maybe, I think as he feels more, I think if he feels more secure within the pack, because you've had him since September, and a lot of dogs, it takes a while, you know, a year, year and a half to really feel this is home and maybe as he feels more secure and you as a good leader somebody worth following that that will that will stop Okay. OK, so because the, the whole thing is that you've got to be a good leader, you know, take him for walks where he has to walk politely at your side, not stand in front of you. When you go through doorways, he has to wait. You say, wait, you go through the door and then count to two in your head and then step away and say, let's go, you know, by setting rules, following through and showing him that you're a better leader, that that might peeing on that might might go away. OK,
2: OK, OK, All right. Okay. So what about, what about his uh, aggression towards other dogs, which we can't possibly let him go meet the other dogs because he's acting so aggressive.
0: All right? No, you don't want to. He doesn't. Need. The only friends he needs to be is in your pa- your family, friends, neighbors, your circle. When you're out and about, you now if you're taking him for a walk and you're letting him scan in front of you, then you're telling him he's the leader and you're the peon, and he's got to protect you and be stupid with people he sees and dogs he sees. All right, he is not to meet any dogs on any walk at any time that's not in your circle. All right. So if somebody says, "Could I, I dogs people meet? People
2: walk their dogs. So it's pretty hard to say you can't walk in my block because I'm walking. <laughs> say that again. I can't tell people that they can't walk on the block, you know, when we're going for a walk.
0: Well, no, no, no. Okay. So you do- we- wait a minute. It doesn't matter who's walking the block. Your dog is on a leash. He's walking politely at your side. Okay. And he's not pulling. Yeah. He's not straining. He's not scanning in front of you. If he alerts like, hey, there's a dog, you get into his head, hey, leave it, all right? And so the thing is, is that, you know, I, I don't care what other people are doing with their dogs. I care about what I do with my dog right. and how I handle the situation, right. okay? Exactly. And so that's what yeah. you've got to do by being a good leader is that when you say, hey, leave it, not yours, whatever, he backs down and goes, okay, mom, what are we going to do? Instead of him just saying, I don't like your face. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. So you got to get into his head. Hey, 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 that's enough. You know, quiet. If he's barking, is quiet. You know, if he's barking inside to outside, have yourself or your plant or a, a spray bottle filled with water, set on stream, and then if he goes to bark, blast him in the face. Ah, quiet. As soon as he quiets, thank you, very nice. Don't say good girl, boy. That gets him all nutsy in the headsy. So ah, blast, quiet. Deepen your voice, slow it down. Use a pop can rinsed out. Put five pennies in it. Put bright tape on the top so that the, you know it's your shake can and not the can you're drinking. All right. You can right. shake the can. Ah, shake. Quiet. Because he should learn to they little dogs are reactive because humans don't don't set the rules. They don't follow through. They allow it. And so that's why you know what? Yeah, because like when I brought Gilligan home, my my husband know ten. He was ten pounds Yorkie, Karen Terrier. My husband said, "I'm not going to have an ankle biter, yippy little thing." I said, "He's not going to be." And in two months, my husband couldn't believe why isn't he yippy? Because I make him think. I train him. I teach him. He knows tricks. He knows this. He knows that. He knows his brain has got other things to do other than be reactive. Okay. Right. And then if he tried to be reactive, I'm on top of him. Hey, it's one thing. Roof, somebody's at the door. Okay, they can bark until you see who's at the door, but then their job is done. Quiet. And if they don't quiet, yep. then there's a correction. Ah, either the blast of the water or the shake of the can. Ah, quiet. As soon as so you say quiet.
2: I can't stand his behavior and he's not listening. I've been kenneling him.
0: Okay. Well, no, that doesn't teach him anything. That doesn't teach him a That's darn true. thing to put him in the kennel. You put him on a leash so you've got control of the situation. So he has to learn okay. to look to you for direction and follow through with what you want. Okay. Okay. Like when people come over, he's on a leash. So you've got control of the situation.
2: He's on a leash all the time. We have four cats. Okay. There you go.
0: (laughs) There you go. But that's what I mean. But you got to teach him words and what they mean. Okay? Yes.
2: Okay. Okay. So he's learning his vocabulary. Thank you, Katie. You bet. Take care. Bye bye.
0: All right. Here we go. Here's another question for you. These are brought to you by my girlfriend, Beth, who gave me a box of dog jokes. Okay. What? Do dogs eat when they go to the movie? What do dogs eat when they go to the movie? We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. What do dogs eat when they go to the movies? What do you think? Buttered popcorn. And? Of course, popcorn. Popcorn. (laughs) That's the (laughs) only option.
1: Buttery popcorn. (laughs) There you go. I know. Okay, who's up next? Next up, we have Sharon who has some questions about feeding raw butcher bones. <laughs> okay. Hi, Sharon. How are you doing?
0: Hi,
5: Katie. Hi, hi. Um, I've been giving my little dog uh, some uh, butcher bones. They're small. Okay. Um, but she's been having some diarrhea. I wonder if maybe that might be causing the diarrhea.
0: Okay. First of all, what size do your dog? How many pounds?
5: She's 11 pounds. She's a Shih Tzu Chihuahua mix.
3: Okay.
1: That's and
5: be she's been real kind of finicky with her food. She was eating science Diet for sensitive stomachs, and then she quit eating that. Good. So I bought her some Nutrisol. <laughs> Yay! Well, you know what? She doesn't like that either.
0: Okay, which, but what, so which one did you get? You get the small bites? The,
5: yeah, the small bites.
0: And then what flavor?
5: Um, you know what? I don't remember.
0: Okay, yeah, because they've got a couple grain freeze, like Pure Vita, yep. small bites, and then they've got small bites in salmon, small bites in chicken. And I think they've got small bites in High Plain Select. I can't remember. And that's the oh, big thing. You know what?
5: It, it's chicken. It's the chicken one.
0: Yeah. And so, yeah, let's try something different, okay? Most dogs are chickenized to death. And so, remember, dogs eat according to smellability, not patability, all right? Yeah. And then little dogs. Now, would you consider your dog overweight or just right? No, not at all. Oh, Uh nice, nice, nice. Okay, and then now, okay, now when you say raw butcher bones, what type of raw butcher bones are you giving?
5: Well, I get them at the butcher shop, and they've got a great big, Freezer full of different sizes, but they're the real small ones. Okay. Um, they're I, round. And they're they, about three inches <laughs> wide and a couple inches. Well, three inches uh, long and about uh, two inches
0: wide. Okay, and then does and it, then, it ha- have the marrow in the center of it? Uh, yes. Yep. Marrow is very fattening and very rich. Okay, and so the thing is, is that you should get her a gnawing bone, uh, you know, like a joint or a gnawing a bone. Joint. Yeah. Well, okay. see, the thing is, is that you want to give a bone that's awkward for the dog because then they've got to turn their head and they got to chew on it, okay? And what yeah. you're giving it is more like the shank bone is long and they lick the yep. marrow out and then they try to choose the shank bone to try to get more and that shank bone is the thickest bone on a cow's body. And it Mm -hmm. can shatter some teeth because they're trying to chew through it, all right? Yeah. And I'd say that she's probably getting too
4: much marrow. What do you think there, Dr. Jess? Well, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but I do warn people, like, if you're going to give your dog a marrow bone, you know, don't do it in the evening when you really need to get sleep that night. Okay or don't don't give it to the dog in the morning if you're not going to be home to let the dog out because it will naturally cause some looser stools. Okay. So, yeah, okay. the the marrow is fatty, which is good for dogs, but yep. it does cause some natural house cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Right? It's going to clean out the intestines a little bit. And so, use them judiciously and then okay. if you're if you want to give the dog bones at other times, give them small bones that they can eat. Like duck wings and chicken necks and chicken wings and pork riblets. But those are part of their meal. This is not like, oh, you finished your dinner, here's dessert. Yeah, No, this is all of this, anything that goes in their mouth basically is part of their meal. You know, kind of like Weight Watchers where you have your total daily amount that you can eat and do not exceed. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: Okay, so chicken necks, did you say? Yep. Necks, but but you're gonna know necks. right. But you're gonna know that they're fresh because they're either gonna be in the meat department, or they're gonna be in the freezer at your pet food store. So nothing yeah, nothing treated. Yeah, yeah, nothing treated, nothing dried, nothing hickory smoked. We're talking about real fresh meat on the bone. Okay,
5: so maybe a knuckle bone would be better too.
4: Well, the knuckle bone so, tends to have like it. It doesn't have as much of the marrow in it, so. She's not getting as much of that. But if you feed a dog marrow bones, like, every two, three days or a couple of days back-to-back, back, yeah, you're going to clean her out pretty good. Yeah.
5: She's so funny. She, she won't go to the bathroom outside. She only goes on potty
4: pads.
3: Okay.
2: And so. who taught
4: her that? Yeah. I think the people who had her Yeah. Yeah, but, but you got her now. You can train that yeah, dog to do anything you want.
0: Yeah, see, what you can do is start taking the piddle pads outside. And so that she's okay. going to go potty on the pail pads, and then making the pail pads get smaller and smaller and smaller. So now she's starting to go potty outside instead of inside. Okay.
5: Okay.
0: So, okay. Okay. So that you and can, try
5: something different with the Nutrisource.
0: Yes. Try like the uh, okay. Pure Vita turkey and sweet potato, or the small bites. You know they're both small bites. Small bites salmon. Okay, you remember they also yeah. have their kombucha, okay. which is bone broth, that you can put a little uh-huh. bit over it, too, because that's excellent. You know, it's got the prebiotics, probiotics, and such like that. Okay?
5: Kombucha. Okay. Kombucha, you betcha. Kombucha.
0: Kombucha. All right. Okay, <laughs> you bet. Thank you so much. You luck. bet. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. All right. So, now we're going to be talking about bladder stones, and I see we got a caller that's coming up. That's going to, I got some questions about bladder stones, but we're just about ready to go to, you know, to the big break. So let's kind of preface it this, um, what bladder stones are before we, you know, take the call that's going to, after the break. Okay. Okay. So what
4: are bladder stones? <laughs> uh, bladder stones are, um, accumulations of, uh, crystalline material that, uh, form stones essentially. Now, um, I get a lot of calls from people who say, you know, my dog has kidney stones, or my dog has bladder stones or a cat or whatever yep. and it is important to know where are the stones because kidney stones are completely different okay. from bladder stones okay and so you do need to kind of verify with your vet where are the stones that, is we that were Is that through x-ray about. or ultrasound or what either one okay yeah sure. i mean probably x-ray would be more more common okay um now um Typically, there are a couple of main types of bladder stones that form. So we're talking about stones in the bladder okay. itself there you can have calcium oxalate stones, which typically form when the urine is acidic, okay, and on the x-ray, they kind of look like sea urchins, <laughs> they tend to be kind of spiky, and you could see how they would be uncomfortable and they would Pass. damage the lining of the bladder, okay. Well, they're uncomfortable to walk around the bladder full of these things That's too too, yeah. And then the other kind, which are called struvite or uh, triple phosphate, those tend to be smooth, so uh, you might not see as much blood if your dog has those kinds of bladder stones. Okay, um, those are the ones that theoretically should be easier to dissolve with a prescription diet. Okay. Now, if you if you have a pet who say you, say your dog has a UTI, they test the urine and they say, "Oh my gosh, look! There's all these crystals in there." Those do not mean that there's stones forming in the bladder. Okay, uh, they it they don't actually necessarily mean anything because it's just related to pH. So at an acidic pH, certain types of crystals tend to form, and at an alkaline pH, other types of crystals form. Okay, so we're going to talk more about bladder stones, and we got a caller coming up that's got more questions
0: about bladder stones. She might be dealing with here. All right, so where are we at here? Da, 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 da. Okay, what do you serve that you cannot eat? What do you serve that you cannot eat? We'll be back.